It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. Each week we take some from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name's David. My name is Ben. Oh, this is weird. Powered through the words. Yeah. Thanks. Huh? Yeah, I meant both of us. We kind of just, I drilled, I didn't make many syllables when I was speaking just then. Don't know if you noticed. You skipped a lot of yeah, important I cho- parts I- of the English language. <laughs> I chose not to participate in some of it, if we're being <laughs> honest with each other. Uh, obviously, for those of you listening, it's going to sound different. It's going to look different. It's going to sound obviously worse. for everyone here. It's bad. <laughs> I guess I just now that I've thought about it. If you're watching the video, you can also hear it. So, and if you're watching the video, you'll you see, see how you, this this is just a shit episode. It's gonna welcome be- to the worst episode of AFA in like a year. Maybe who knows? Really, Ready? it's probably still better than True. stuff we did a year ago. Yeah, there's a few. Well, we've been doing this for three years now. And oh, don't say that. There's a year of not good stuff before it got. <laughs> Okay, and then it was really good for a while. That's all to say that this week is kind of our mid... It's our mid-season kind of, like, Christmas special it's, where it's not really in canon, but it's... It's the thing where, like, a bunch of characters died, but, like, no one... The writers were like, we're not going to explain people's reactions. Characters are just not going to exist anymore. Yeah. No one's going to have a real human reaction to the fact that, like, one of the main characters is just gone. No. And then they're going to kind of continue as if nothing happened. So is this that bottle episode of Sherlock where it was all in his imagination? And he worked out that Moriarty was actually really, actually dead and there was no consequence? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I put that episode out of my mind. Yeah. Because I do not remember that. It's easy to forget (laughs) it. But this week, Ben, we... This month we're talking about reboots because we're basically rebooting the podcast set... Apparently. I'm moving house, which means I haven't slept yeah. in like two weeks. Um, I have. Good. <laughs> nice. I'm glad that you have. My mind is frizzled and fucked, and mm. I don't think I've relaxed in pretty much since I started moving, uh, which is nice. The only you, thing have, you have played a lot of... Yeah, the only thing I've done to relax is play, is play God of War. God yeah. of War, though. So this week we're talking about uh, the reboot of God of War. But there is one unavoidable truth you will never escape. You cannot change. You will always be a monster. I know. But I am your monster no longer. Even though it's now, listen, even it's not a reboot. Listen here, you fucking peasants. <laughs> Explain to me, David, why are we talking about the reboot of God of War one, when God of War is not a reboot? One, because I've become obsessed with that video game because I like a sad dad story. Everyone knows this about me. Maybe in the reboot of our show, I'll get like a better personality and like, maybe I'll have like a different problem. Like it nah, won't be nah, like, nah, nah, it's going to be sad dads. Yeah. Uh, probably. I, I, I don't know, it depends how they rewrite me. But the reason that this isn't... So, it's one of these weird soft reboot scenarios where it's called... So, it's not even a soft reboot, David. It literally happens directly after God of War 3. It kind of kind of doesn't, though. <laughs> this is the this is the thing that's confusing, right? So, they, the, the reason that I wanted to talk about this game from, like, a game perspective is what they tried to do is reinvent a video game that's been around for ages. There's a shitload of God of War games. Like, there's, there's a lot of there's, them. 
Well, there's three mainline, and then there's, there's like a ton of spinoffs. Then there's like a whole bunch of like named ones. It's like it's five the, it's, PSP. It's ones. The, yeah, it's like the Assassin's Creed of God of War. Yeah, if they just, were only, yeah, no, it's it yeah, really is. It's yeah. only four Assassin's Creed games. Five now. Five. Four. The, no, yeah, there's only four titled ones. Yeah, but then they just kept banging out the they side just kept side banging ones. Out the side there's ones. so many PSP games for God of War. There's a lot of PSP games. But it's one of those series that had like a really solid through line like and it was also by the way the previous games this isn't to shit on them too much but they're not good at all um <laughs> like they're they're like they're like critically acclaimed so you go back and you play them and you go I've, this I've, is anime I've, trash i've played yeah i've only played like god of war 2 i think mm. um and even that i wasn't it's anime like, garbage i had a i had a ps2 but i i was never super into god of war i think it's one of those franchises that you had to get into early because it's very much like if of its own world where it's, it's this great mythology it's, that you it's have like to... the it was really the um the slightly less successful Halo for the PlayStation. Mm. Actually, it's funny you mention that because God of War did three million sales in its first three days, and Halo, f- yeah, the new dad one, dad of boy, yeah, dad yeah. of dad of man, dad of sad, sad boy, and then Halo Four in its opening three days did four point eight million. So three million like sales for a PS4 exclusive isn't bad. Like when no. you think about how big Halo Four was, they kind of they kind of have struck gold here, and I think they're just really happy they've started to sell copies of games again. Hoy, funny that this PlayStation have been struggling. Uh, but it's interesting to me because this game this game has is ten technically ten years after the previous God of War title technically, but it's ten years of stuff that you don't hear or see about. Like you never find out what happened. You just you know that Kratos um, got married, had a with with a with a with a woman, had a child, and lived with them for ten years. You have no idea what he's been doing, yeah. and it never gets explained, and it's fucking sick. That's good. And he's just a sad, bottled up. Depressed you know what that man. sounds like, David? That okay. sounds like a reboot. It kind of. It's funny you'd say that because it is kind of a reboot. Because what they've done is they've taken this character who's like iconic, and they've dragged him through the mud a bunch to kind of rough him up and make him interesting. And it's weird that the thing that would make uh, this this anime style lunatic interesting is giving him a kid. Like that's they've, a they've, weird. They've taken the facial hair slider and just gone like, "Oh shit, my hand slipped." <laughs> they went, "Guys, beards are in." They had the they had the dad bod slider and they're like, "Whoops!" They just they, they had the, the shoulder width one and they just kept yeah. pushing it up. <laughs> but it's it's weird to me because it people that like the original God of War games. They, they're either really, really hot or really, really cold on this game. Like, they either think it's the greatest invention since sliced bread or they fucking hate everything about it. And that's not something you normally see in, like, a reboot. Normally a reboot, it's like... Because Halo 4 was, like, the ending. And then Halo 5 tried to be a reboot and it was not good. And it's interesting to me that people who love the original ones were like, this is dog shit doo-doo. Well, it's like the... I, I feel like you can, you can compare this quote-unquote reboot of God mm-hmm. of War really closely to, like, the Tomb Raider actual reboot because yes they sort of had a similar lineage where you know they had like an original series of games tomb raider was always a bit kind of like you know it was tomb raider it was a bit fucking here and there yeah they weren't necessarily all see like there were sequels but they weren't it was more of just like the character and the yeah lara croft was the yeah carrier Um, in the world but then when they were like Squeenix was like, we're act- we're gonna make a, a character out of Lara Croft. Yeah, so we're just gonna make her younger and make her a. It kind of went in hard on that. Just one, huh? make her kill a lot of people. She does but, a lot of good murders. Wh- whereas that is like a real hard reboot and kind of make. If you play like the original Tomb Raider games, and you play like the new Tomb Raider, 
they're mechanically still kind of the same. They have like, a lot of similarities. It's yeah. like, sure, the control scheme is different. And like the new games are very much just kind of like Uncharted clones. Mm. But like the original Tomb Raiders are like what Uncharted would have been huh. in like the early 2000s it's, and late 90s. It's funny you say that because the new God of War is ba- like it controls basically like The Last of Us and plays a lot like The Last of Us, but functions... But, like, the functional game systems are pretty much the same as the other God of Wars. So they've kind of done the same thing, which I think PlayStation's really good at this. They find the, something the, that... The man himself, PlayStation. The man placed Sony PlayStation, and Mr. Sony PlayStation. Mr. 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 Sony Worldwide. Mr. Mr. So- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that they're really good at as a company when they pick titles to, like, reimagine and reboot is they take the best parts of other games they've made and they kind of jam it in there and see if it fits. And basically... Well, they, uh, well, they take... They take Uncharted. Or <laughs> The Last ja- of Us. They, they, they take, take their two most successful yeah, games, and The Last of Us or Uncharted, that. and they see if yeah. it's going to fit that game. And it's curious to me, like, when you play... So there's a few, like, things that I can list off the top of my head about this game that are different from other games that exist. And, like... That is how games work. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's stuff that... There's stuff in... There's mechanics in games that doesn't exist, but there's something's been done comparatively before. Whereas God of War does a few things that just haven't really been done in the same way. Like, you've got the... the Obviously, you can play the game from start to finish with no camera cuts. Sort of. There's not a single camera cut. There's loading screens, but they do a really good job of making them not feel like loading. There's, there's two in the game that suck balls, and that's when you open uh, the fast travel... You, you go through, like, a doorway when you fast travel. Right. And when you go through the doorway, you go through the space between worlds, because it's all Norse mythology. Yeah. But the coolest part about it is when you go through... Your son and the head on the the head on your belt that you pick up early in the game, and Kratos will talk about like things that are happening in the story. Yeah. Or they'll talk like one of the things the game does really well is when you're in a boat. It's the elevator. Well, it's the from elevator. Mass Effect. It's the elevator, but they do it really well because the elevators in God of War are boats when you're yeah. paddling across the water between places, or they're the space between uh, the place between worlds. Either way, you're either talking about the story. Or one of the characters is telling like a story from Norse mythology yeah. that's relevant to what's happening. So what you end up with is you you kind of just get sucked into like I, a lot of the times I'll just ride around in the boat and hope that the head will tell a story. <laughs> and like I'm just like I hope that like from there is like yeah here's a fucking story about You're such a fucking thoughts. old man. I know David. I just like spending time. You're it, such a fucking like. I just really enjoy it. like I just enjoy the the idea that they they were like well if we're gonna make a game with no cuts. What we need to do is actually, instead of just doing that, let's make a game that's interesting to spend time being in. Yeah. In the same way that when you play Grand Theft Auto V, for instance, some of the best fun in that is just hanging out in the city and being in another, like inhabiting another space. This is just like inhabiting Kratos and this family unit, this weird and, family and the unit. Boy. And the boy. Which, and the head, apparently. I, and didn't the know, head. I didn't know about the head. The head. I haven't played this game, by the way. Yeah, the head. You I've ch- I've seen a lot of footage over there. The head you chop off early in the game and it comes with you the whole time. <laughs> oh, cool! And it knows it's an all-knowing thing from Norse mythology. Um, the the sort of the, the elevators that you that a lot of games mm. try to kind of do these days. It's a lot of it kind of stems from like Half Life Two. So like and like Half Life One. Like they they were sort of like the first games to really nail the the always hmm. in perspective. But yeah. the thing with Half-Life is that it's it's really held back by the fact that your main character is mute. Because so, you can't have actual Yeah, so those those elevators usually just end up being kind of just like corridors where there's a yeah. corner and you walk halfway through and the, the level loads halfway. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, you're when you're able to have these really expressive characters, which they've really, like, they couldn't have just released, like, 
Bayonetta, but with an with a dude. Because that's that's what God of War kind of would have become. They, yeah, yeah, because they, they started as like hack and slashes. Yeah, and then that and would been yeah. They they started off as kind of average hack and slashes. I just don't think they were good. <laughs> like yeah. for for like sure for like Western hack and slash, pretty good. But you compare it to like what we have now, like you know, Bayonetta one and it's two, no good at all. the the old Devil May Cry games, yeah. like I don't know, there's like the Japanese games, they're fucking wild. Yeah, they, they they nail that stuff. Yeah, yeah. not Persona. No, <laughs> Persona's a t- yeah. anyway. But there's there's definitely like an aesthetic to hack and slash games mm-hmm. that has really just like jumped the shark. Yeah. Like, you can't do a serious hack and slash anymore. Everyone has to which air is, juggle. Which, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, like, God of War had, I mean. had, didn't have air juggling per se, but it had just, like, combos, Well, I you guess. have... You, the weird thing, yeah, the combo meter is, like, a smart thing to get rid of, because it feels dumb and stupid. The, uh, well, I mean, the, the, yeah, all of, like... I the, hate that shit. Yeah, and, you know, you had sort of, like, God of War remake stuff like uh, Darksiders, which was, yeah. like, basically just a... You know the the three the Xbox version of God of War released Pretty much. like a bit later and wasn't as it's like it wasn't very good. Mm. But I just don't think the formula like like that they started with was was it didn't have enough substance. They it's were like not timeless at all. Yeah, they were like it's Greek mythology and like that's a timeless thing to explore. But what they've ended up with with the new game is by putting Kratos from this old setting into Norse mythology. There's a, the, the difference between Greek mythology and Norse mythology is that Greek mythology has a tendency to feel very romantic and, like, quite elevated. Whereas Norse mythology is, like, quite old. Like, it has this old feeling to it. So a lot of the stuff that you come across in the game when you're playing it, it's just really old as shit. And, like, people have moved on from their previous roles. And, you know, Thor's still around, but he's maybe not the person that he used to be. And, like, you get this sense as you play the game and the mechanics reflect it as well. Because Kratos is older, the world is older. Like, right. he moves slower, and he's kind of more lumbering. And the, I think the biggest addition is... Or the biggest change is the weapon. So he does he no longer has the twin blades. He has the... Um, he has the axe. The axe. And the axe is basically Thor's hammer. It's just Molnir, yeah. But the... Molnir. The, the curious thing about what they've done with it is... So, the, for those of you who don't know, when, when you throw the axe, uh, it, it then hits the enemy, and you can run up and punch him with your fists. Or, but if you hit triangle, it, it comes back to your hand like Thor's hammer. Like, it snaps yeah. back by magic. But what they do really cleverly is you start off by just having the axe, and then as you play the game longer, you start to learn a bit about where he got the axe from and how right. that came to be, and and it it has more significance in the story than just being his weapon. He's and, not just a lumber boy. He's a yeah, he's it, a lumber boy with a with, with a, a purpose. Yeah, and like the axe came from somewhere, and like it it imbues the previous uses of it with significance, and then later on in the game, spoilers, you get the the blades of chaos. Yeah, and they're not good, like. <laughs> There's there's a there's a delicate system that exists. He does the moves. He spins around uh, and does the things, and it doesn't like, suit him at all. Like it yeah. doesn't make sense. And, and like, don't get me wrong. One of my favorite things is going onto someone's stream, like a Twitch streamer's streams archive, and finding the moment where they pick up the blades. Yeah, and watching them totally misread the situation because in the game, when Kratos goes to get the blades, it's actually really fucking sad. Like he's going through like basically PTSD because he's going to pick up these things that made him into the monster that kind of got him he's like yeah it's it's not a good it's fucking time. depressing you, you spend like five minutes in a boat before that with him sitting there quietly contemplating his inner demons as the old god that controlled him still in his mind from ptsd sits across and says nothing and all just the, stares at and him. all the and all the live streamers like oh my god and when i picked them up i was like oh this is bad this is not, <laughs> this is like, i was like oh this is really sad i don't want to do this and then yeah. it makes you use them and you it's like he wake like kratos like wakes up and becomes like the old kratos 
But then once you use them for the purpose you need them in the story, you just kind of have them. Right. And they're never used in the story again. Like the axe is used frequently in the story uh, and it's conti- continually recontextualized. So Trace's bow and his knife are constantly used in the story and they're recontextualized. The swords you just have for the rest of the story. And it feels like what happened was the, the studios were like, no, someone someone at some point was like, you've got to have the blades. you got to have the blades. And the guy, because apparently from what the behind the scenes stuff, the guy, the game director, his only vision was, he's like, he's like, I see this old man Kratos with this axe, this Leviathan axe that does ice damage because it's a Nord Frost yeah. game. And that was his only direction. And it feels like what's happened is after they finish they're a lot like, of that. No, work, they're like, where are the blades? They go, where are the blades? And they you're go, like, well, you see, uh, he we doesn't put the blades in. What he does is he punches people and then he's got the axe like, also. Yeah, but where are the blades? They're and, like, you could put some cool blade stuff in. Maybe he could like throw the axe and then pull the blades out. And they like, were like, no, yeah. we've built a system already where if you throw the axe, you have to use your fists and it's a trade-off and damage and stun and it works really well as a system. But what about the blades? <laughs> like, Fuck. So they put them in and they just feel... You know, you know, when, you know, in a game when you can sense something doesn't quite belong, like in the Ninja Gaiden series, there's a few weapons where like you, you have the katana that feels naturally in the game. Yeah. But there's one set of items in one of the games that is a giant fucking Reaper Scythe and it doesn't fit the game at all. It feels yeah. weird. Like it doesn't make sense. Like I feel like you can sense anachronisms in video games and that's definitely one of those times where when you use it, they, they, they don't feel like they belong in the game. I've, I've, it's, it's, it seems like a sort of... Uh... It's like a white phosphorus moment, but like without the white phosphorus. So uh, spec ops the line. Yeah, it's it's that it's that turning point where it's like you know using the big weapon. There's no going back after that. Yeah, but <laughs> in spec ops the line, and it, you're at. There's actually no going back from there. And this it's just yeah. like you got a new power up. It's like Legend of Zelda, and you're like you got a new item. The fucking things that killed your yeah. family. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's, it's really depressing. I'm watching people react to that wrong. I'm like, this is why I worry about reboots like this because one of the best parts of the game is that it's kind of, it carves its own niche by not being the same. Like you, and, and like it gives, you, well, it gives, it gives the, the player character like a set of tools and even like the bow that Atreus has. You start off thinking it's a waste of time, but it becomes really important in combat to use that appropriately. Yeah. And it, it feels like it's part of the game because it feels like Kratos, as he's getting older, relies on that. By introducing this other element later into the picture, it's kind of like there are power-ups in certain games that kind of break the gameplay late in the game without you realizing it's happening, where they're like, oh yeah, like it'd be kind of like in Zelda when you finish Breath of the Wild, you get that bow that destroys the shit out of Ganon yeah. during that boss fight. It'd be like if you just kind of held on to that afterwards. You'd be like, oh, this is uh, like, this is kind of ruining the game. Yeah, and it just kind of feels like sh- it feels shitty, and I don't know how to explain it other than because it's a relic of the previous titles. It makes sense in the story to include it, but then to leave it in is sort of like I don't understand. Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense to me to keep it in. One you know one mean? one parallel to bring it back to to Lara Croft is that uh, in in the new game that got sort of announced. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Rise of the Shadow of the Tomb Raider or some shit. Yeah. It's like Rise of the Planets, the Ape for the War of whatever. Um, for the War of the Tomb Raider. I, I believe that, I, I may be wrong, but like what I've seen is that they're, they're, really, they're really adamant about not having the dual pistols. Even though this reboot, Lara Croft, who was like meant to be the young Lara mm-hmm. Croft, even though she's like at the age where like if they wanted to tie it to the... You know, they have the opportunity to tie it into the original games because yeah, they be, started so much further be before prequel, and have it be a prequel. Yeah. They were like, 
This what, is my understanding. They were like, we're not giving her guns. What's their aversion to the pistols, though? Because she has literally like AK forty sevens and handguns. And well, that, yeah, that's the problem. Like they've they've set up this character where like this is this is like a critique of the Lara Croft games in general. It's, where like her yeah. as a character, she's like she's a human being and she's like you know scared and like usually in trouble and like yes. getting kind of like wrecked but then it's like you just run around killing people i feel like if indiana jones was also a mass murderer like which <laughs> oh, is Nathan exactly drake. that's yeah. what nathan drake is as yeah. a character that's why i can't but, get into uncharted but it's it's a similar thing where like if they gave lara croft like the guns and she just went on like a wild killing spree, yeah you'd be like doesn't make any sense it's like like you know congratulations you've tied it to like the original lara croft games but like it would have been like exactly the same, where it's just like they just kind of become normal. Yeah, you it's don't like it's they've this is kind of the reverse where they've set up a character like the OG Kratos, where it's like he's like a mass murdering fuckhead mm-hmm. with the chaos blades, and you take them away, and it's like like okay, cool breath like breath fresh yeah, air. Yeah, it's nice. You you've you're deliberately making a choice to change the character, but then it's like giving them back without the the you know if they take the problems if they taken away his like you could do it well though right so if it was for a story reason so Kr- the reason that kratos has more equipment now is he's got he's got this retractable arm shield thing that's fucking sick and defies the laws of physics but it's just it's like a gladiator shield that pops yeah. out of his wrist it's yeah. the, one of the coolest ideas for a for a shield i've seen in a game because it avoids that problem of where does the character put the shield when they're not using it on the back, but yeah. then it just kind of disappears. <laughs> Which the genius thing is, like, it's on his wrist, and yeah. you can see everything that's on him. The problem, and also, like, when you pick up quest items, he puts them on his belt so you can see them, and the head's there. And, like, it all, like, the game is really good at giving itself reasons to do things in a certain way and, and to make you feel like that everything is real. Everything that Atreus carries, you can see on him. These characters exist in this world, and the world feels real in that way. Which counteracts, like, you know, the fucking world snake that's so tall that when it moves, it shifts half of the lake because its body had flooded half of the country. Like, all the stuff that's crazy, like, (laughs) Norse mythology stuff is offset by how real, like, the characters in it feel and the actions they're doing. And the reason that Kratos has extra stuff is, like, he's older. He needs, like, more stuff to help him survive right he's logan yeah he's like well that's the thing and he's got that you know at the end of logan logan kind of he kind of takes the he juices up and he goes on the rampage yeah kratos can still do spartan rage like in the other games but it's not the flippy tricky crazy he's just kind of a bit angry he just gets real angry and punches people a bit harder yeah and like he just punches people a lot he doesn't necessarily punch them harder and it's like it it gives him a weight to it and it makes sense because that's always going to be part of his personality he's always going to have that rage but by not taking away the tool set that he built to not have to use the blades. Because that's why he has the 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 shield, and that's why he takes his, his wife's axe and all the others. So he doesn't have to use the swords, because he doesn't want to, because that makes they made, they made him into the monster that he is. So by giving them to him, and just, like, the excuse in the game is that you can't go into hell and fight ice characters with the axe. But the rest of the game, when you fought those characters, it just taught you to use your fists. Like, the game had a solution for that. Yeah. Which was use the, the blunt damage and then rip, you know, use the stun to rip them in half instead of using the axe. Like, the game fixed the problem that it presents. But the narrative was like, no, you guys. No, you need the swords. You have to go get a weapon. What are you going to do, Kratos? And he's like, i got to go home and go, go, go home and visit the past. And he goes back to his house and he takes the blades out from under the Does he then, space. like, do, does he then, like, fuck the naked lady in his bed in a, in a, in a quick time event no. mini game where you have sex? No. In this in this game, the only I thing remember that, that from God of War. In this game, the only thing Kratos is having an orgy with is his feelings. <laughs> um, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's just a lot of emotions <laughs> happening in this video game. Uh, but, like, that... Why wouldn't you, if you're, like, putting this game together, just go, you know what? For this quest... Because that, that would have been a fucking sick, nasty... Just, like, for this time, you're a wild... You're yeah, a wild you're a fucking angry boy. hog boy, crazy man, yeah. axe, you know, And then we take him away. <laughs> and, then, and then he puts him back. And you could yeah. maybe, and maybe this is what you do, maybe the maybe way that you fix this. fucked up for a bit. Yeah, but instead, they're like, no, just hang on to him. And then, like, the kid even asks, he's like, hey, what are those? And Kratos is like, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, but why? Like, I why get not this. Not why not just put them back? Him. Or, like, it, it just feels to me that if you're going to go to the effort of recasting this, this world and this character and putting him in a new position... Why then just give people that like the original games? Like, I, I guess like it doesn't. Hurt. You don't have to use them ever, but they but they do stick on your back as a permanent forever. reminder. Forever, you can't put of, them in a yeah. ca- like one permanent this, reminder of the previous game's existence. Yeah. The solution yeah. would be if you went back home, you could put them back under the crawl space. Yeah, I'd be happy. I'd be like, wow, You'd this like game, choose. It's not. Yeah, this game's really smart. And like yeah. at the end of the quest, the kid could be like, what are those? And and then it could be like, you can either go home and put them back, and that's always a quest you can do, or you can go on with your journey. Yeah. That would be like really good. Maybe that. Opens Maybe there's up. like an alternate ending where like he's just he gets like a little bit more fucked up. Yeah. Maybe could have like you could have gone all in on these fucking swords. I don't and know why you like, wouldn't. You can either use the axe or the swords, but you'll be a little fucked up if you use the swords. If you use the swords, you're gonna be fucked. Maybe, maybe maybe you'll have like a like a little crazy boy meter. Maybe you'll hit your kid. And who like knows? that that like that makes everyone happy. You know, if you're if they, you're someone who enjoyed yeah. the previous games, you could just go all out and be a they crazy were, asshole. They and were, the, they flirt with that idea by when you come back and you have the swords. Atreus is like a little cunt because he thinks because he's real angry all the time. Yeah, like they even flirt with that as a concept because when you tell him he's a god, he gets all like, "Oh my god, I'm love being a god. It's gonna be incredible." And he becomes like a real prick for a while because he's a fucking kid and kids are the worst. Yeah, and like they could have really gone deep on that. And if you don't put the blades back, maybe he just gets progressively more like old Kratos instead of like his mother. <laughs> and that's like a really cool thing you could have explored. And it, you know, the exploration is in the game anyway of those characters, but. Why not use the the thing that is iconic to your fucking games as a tool for the storytelling instead of doing it one time and then being like, I don't know, just have them, I guess. Maybe just don't put them in. Yeah, don't put them in the fucking game. It'd be like <laughs> if you gave Laura Croft the pistols and then we're like, yeah, she doesn't want to use them, but now she does. It's like you said, she does the mass murder. And I, it's that problem with video games. Well, it's, where it's like, like you like, give her the pistols and then she keeps using the bow. Yeah. You're like, why not? Like, what? Why yeah. use the pistols? Yeah, well, the pistols are a bit different. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's not that she had used the pistol and then gave them up. Yeah, it's it's more... It's, it's that canonically she hasn't used the pistols yet. Which is, yeah, it's a bit different. But it speaks to that, like, play narrative thing that is kind of problematic where it's... It's the equivalent of, like, in a Halo game when you're on a level where you shouldn't have, like, a sword because it makes the level too easy. But you've carried one from a previous level. Yeah. And, like, the play narrative doesn't make any fucking sense because, like, you shouldn't be able to do the things that you're doing. And it kind of breaks... And obviously you choose to do those, but the game lets you do it and it kind of breaks the, the game a bit. But it breaks your experience of it. It doesn't, like, make the game any worse. And yeah. that's kind of what the swords end up doing. Because, And, like, the biggest problem is the one enemy that is the worst fucking enemy in the game to fight, which is the flying guys with wings... Because they, they are not fun to fight. Everything else in the game is a joy to fight. The fucking flying things are just a pain. Yeah. And the swords are really good against them. And they're the only time I use the swords. And it feels like a cheap solution <laughs> to not just making the like making them good enemies. Yeah, not making them fun. Yeah. And they already had a solution for the ice thing. So why fucking bother in the first place? I just don't understand. Like, in a game that's basically perfect, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And, like, this game's getting 10 out of 10s and stuff. And... Yeah, I, I, walked, I walked in JB Hi-Fi and, like... There was just a big old, big old sign on the wall that was just like, 
this game is getting has gotten 12 10 out of 10s and i was like what does that even mean it's pretty fucking good though <laughs> I was like what does that mean for a video game it's well the weirdest thing too i've is, got three 10 out of 10s oh my god i've got five 10 out ign of tens, gave bitch. it a nine they're scum I, did they i thought they gave it a 10 no i, I don't know i'm pretty sure they gave i'm it not a 10. paying attention yeah. i don't know but like it it i just worry that if if the trend is like with reboots and stuff and we've seen this a lot with when they try and bring something back. So, like, you saw, you saw this with, like, BVS, Batman v Superman. They tried to drop in elements of Bruce Wayne yeah. from the Dark Knight trilogy, and it just didn't really work. And I feel like well, They this tried to drop in an entire Batman character, and it just did didn't the, fucking work. Turns out you have to kind, of, you kind of have to... Build one of them. Yeah. Right? Kind of build one of the Bruce Waynes, huh? Yeah. But then you look at, like, the difference between what they've done with, you know, stuff like the Halo franchise, where they tried to kind of self-reboot it, and it worked really well, because what they did first is they ended it. Halo 4 was like the end of the Halo franchise. Well, they ended God of War with God of War 3. But what they didn't do... But yeah, I was going to say, all the spin-offs <laughs> that happened in between. What they kind of didn't do was like... Like, they left they left enough of a gap in the, in the world. Because as a 10 years, you don't know what happened. Yeah. And Kratos hasn't been Kratos for 10 years. I mean, the fact that they don't even tell you what happened in that 10 years is like... Smart. Is a... Is like a very explicit decision to like separate from the past... Yes. It definitely does seem like a, an executive decision to bring the swords back. It feels that way, especially when you think about the way that they've shaped the narrative, because the whole narrative elements that are in this story don't have anything to do with his past, really. Like, the only... Like, he's hiding the fact that he's a god from everyone. So, you meet other gods. It's actually a lot like American Gods, a TV show, where yeah. he meets other gods who he doesn't necessarily know are gods, but they kind of consent that they're both gods. Yeah. And then he's kind of being hunted by Odin uh, and, and his family... But you don't know why, and it's not related to his previous life. And that's the smartest decision they make. It's for something else that you kind of unravel as the story like goes you on. you killed my my good pal and best bud, Zeus. Well, you do eventually rip someone's face off. Well, you do, you do kill one of his, I think, nephews or something. But that's because of the reason that he's already pursuing you. So yeah. you kind of get yourself into deeper shit. Not because you killed Zeus. Does he no. kill Zeus? I don't fucking games? know. I think Doesn't Zeus he kill, like, yeah. I think everyone's dead in those ones. Yeah. But then you go to hell in this game and you see some shit. It's kind of buckwild. But I just, I don't know. It, it stresses me out that you can do such a good job and then apparently, like, make a decision like that that kind of cheapens a lot of the hard work that you've already done in that space. Yeah. And that just sucks for them because they did such a good job with the rest of the game and i kind of feel really bad for them and whether it was their decision or whether it was the exact like i don't know i don't want to blame like the studio or the executive could have been anyone well they could have just been like the fans are really going to want the blades we should put them in yeah but it just feels ultimately not the right decision it just it was maybe it was the wrong way to do the right decision or it was just the execution and the concept together didn't work at all yeah and like i think when you're going for a reboot the important thing is to be different and this game did that so well up until that point and that's but David, it's not a reboot. I hear you say, commenter. Yeah. Well, fucking. I t- what are you going to do? The episode's over, so yep. you listen to half an hour of it. So that's that's on you, mate. You could have seen that any time. We fooled you. We gotcha. Uh, we should be back next week with our regular set, I think. Maybe. Well, uh, not regular set. Well, as in like a regular set. A set. Yes. A new set, maybe. Yes, potentially. Because we're going to be sh- on that side. You yeah. won't see any of this anymore. No, this, this is temporary. Yeah, this is temporary because we need to record something this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, we'll be back. And then if you're a patron, you'll have, you've, you'll have been seeing some in-progress photos. Um, I thought you... In, some improv photos. We're, we're taking improv, improv classes. <laughs> imp- it's fucking <laughs> desperately needed. <laughs> I am so tired. In-progress photos. I will enunciate more clearly. Uh, but yeah, you can, so you can check that out if you're a patron. You can already see some of the stuff that's going up uh, and some of the plans that we have. You can see the pipe. I yeah, think. You can see, you the, see the pipe? The pipe? The pipe. 
The Which pipe one? that came out of the ground. Oh, yeah, you could see that one. Yeah. There's a picture of Laura standing next to it. It's a yeah, good one. Yeah, there's a big old pipe. Yeah. It's been a fun... It's been it's really been exhausting trying to get this move happening. But we're nearly, I'm, it's done tomorrow. I'm finished tomorrow. And then I can start finishing up the studio. So I'm excited. But if you've got any recommendations this week, because you've been having a normal life. So oh, Jesus Christ. Check anything out. Uh, fucking Beat Saber. Yeah, yeah, like that happened last week. I would have made this recommendation last mm-hmm. week. F- Beat Saber is like... It's the Guitar Hero for VR. It is fan fucking tastic. Looks incredible. It's so much fun. Yeah, every time like, I see someone play it, I'm like, oh, so. Sick. Oh man, I could I could talk about it for <laughs> hours, but I won't. But it is fucking phenomenal. Is what's um, what's it on? Is it just on Steam? Uh, yeah, and it's on all of the VR platforms. Oh, cool, so excellent. It's, it's bloody, 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 bloody good. sick as bro. And it's swords. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it makes Ben happy. It camper. makes me very glad. <laughs> uh, I haven't really been. I've been moving and everything. Cause I haven't really been like watching or doing anything. The only thing I have been doing, aside from playing God of War, is listening to the American Gods audiobook. Because I found one of our old affiliate links for Audible, and I'd used it, and it still worked. And I got a oh, free dude. credit. Nice. <laughs> so I bought. I, I repurchased that audiobook. So I've been listening to that while I've moved, and that. Is a weird fucking audiobook. Yeah. Because it's fully voice acted and it's just Ooh. weird. Because the book is weird to read. But I think it works better as I honestly think it works better as a as a audiobook. So I, that's okay. my recommendation. Um There if, you go. If I could dig up the link, I'll put it in the show notes so you can get that Audible.com for forward slash But I don't know where that would be. Yeah. Something. I can't remember. But I can find that out. Uh but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um the only other thing that I think I've been getting into oh, there's a new album out this week that I've been digging. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it's gone. I saw um, I saw Tonight Alive live. Oh, nice! They're fucking last, last sick. week. They were really good. I love them. Very positive. Excellent. Yeah. Very good show. Positivity's good. Yeah, they were very nice. Yeah. Oh, that was what I was going to recommend. Um, I retweeted it, but if you've been into the indie shit like I have lately, Camp Cope did a live at the wireless set, Ooh. and it's fucking good. Ooh. And yeah. it's like, actually yeah, no, I I, li- I heard that yeah. as well on the radio. It's crazy. Yeah. Had down the wireless live. Got him. It's weirdly like it's like listening to it's so weird. It's such a respectful rock concert. I love it. But yeah, check make sure you check that out. I really love it. Yeah. Uh and yeah, I think that's all I got for this week. So I've been moving. Uh the other thing I was gonna recommend is Adley, a friend Adam, uh that Adley has a Sea of Thieves video that he made that I think is like fucking incredible. Like it's, just it's really well put together. So go check yeah. that out. I'll try and link that in the show notes. Otherwise if you just I love you, Adley. Yeah, what's up, bro? Uh shout outs. Uh, yeah, but as always, Ben, where can people find us? Uh, Facebook. Uh, DCMworks Social. YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCMworks. Uh, Twitter. Uh, we're at DCMworks on Twitter. Twitter always trips me up. I don't know why. I think it's the at that I was yeah. saying. Yeah. Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DCMworks. We have a new episode of Interface going up this week because I have computers. Oh. So I can edit again. Oh, it's happening. And then we're going to get back into it next week oh, when we're all set boy. up. Uh, and it's going to be... What we're gonna, we have to re-record episode four, uh, part four. I've already made a post about this on the Patreon because you were really sick and I lost some of the other audio from that. But that's good because I, w- I won't be a sniffly dickhead yeah. this time. When it's finished, uh, I'll just be a regular dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say a normal dickhead. Uh, when it's done, you'll be able to just buy the whole thing as like a bulk for like two Ooh. bucks. Um, uh, which and you can just download it if you don't want to be a Patreon. But if you're a three dollar plus Patreon, you get access to that plus fifty two episodes of Patreon exclusive content and counting. It keeps getting higher and higher. There's stuff like our Road to Infinity War podcast. There's the Interface audiobook series. There's R and I talking about writing. There's going to go up very soon an exclusive sneak peek at the audiobook for my novel that's coming out this month. Uh, God, the novel's not even out yet. Novel's not even out yet. And you can get a fucking, fucking impressive. Fucking- cheeky peeky. 
I've read the novel, kind of nearly most of it. You haven't read... I've read parts of it. You've read a version that's like two months old. It's totally different. Uh, I've read a version that was like three years old as well. It's been out for a while. We've been working on it for a long time. I'm really proud of it. Uh, And uh, the book will be coming out soon anyway. I'll be posting about that at socials when it's out. But you'll be able to order that from anywhere in the world and get a physical copy, the audio book or an e-book. And I'll keep you guys updated with that stuff. If you just follow us on Twitter... But if you want to follow us individually, I'm at DCMIHitPi. I'm at Literal Citrus. And we will see you guys next week. It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I that had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, from. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 